JP Crawford set him up and Julio Rodriguez knocked him down. The Mariners defeat the Guardians 5-3, to three, and we have our takeaways coming up here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday, April 7th, 2023. This is Tidy Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners win. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube. Or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon by scanning the QR code right above my head. The link as well as our social accounts is also in the description below. It's our first post-game show of the season, and we get to celebrate that milestone with a win. For those that are new, we try and do post-game shows for most Mariners Day games Monday through Friday, so keep that in mind over the course of the season. And Colby, the Mariners win their first road game in 2023 by a score of 5-3 to three over the Guardians. It wasn't pretty at first, with Seattle finding itself in a 3-0 hole early on. We'll get to Logan Gilbert's struggles in a bit, but the Mariners rattled off five unanswered runs and did so on the back of J.P. Crawford and Julio Rodriguez, who became the fastest player in Mariners history to reach 30 home runs with his game-winning two-run shot. So let's start there. What were your impressions of the offense today in Cleveland? Yeah, it got off to a, a pretty slow start. Uh, Police that kind of carved carved him up a little bit early. Savali. Sorry, you're right. I always get those two guys mixed up. They're, Police they're is the guy we're going to beat on bas- Sunday. Yeah, they're basically the same dude, though. Yeah. Well, Savali, you know, destroyed mid them. Rotation, mid to low rotation. You know, righty who doesn't throw that that hard. Seven shutout innings against you. Exactly. That's what he did the last time he faced the Mariners. But and that's what it looked like he was getting ready to do through the first four innings. We saw some pretty good at bats sprinkled throughout, but they just couldn't get anything going. And then, you know, all of a sudden in the fourth, uh, sorry, the fifth, it kind of started with the bottom of the order again. Here we go. Uh, you know, Jared Kelnick uh, had a couple good at bats today. Cooper Hummel got a base hit today. That was fun to see. His first hit as a Mariner. And of course, you know, the star kind of of the day, JP Crawford, <laughs> two, two ringing doubles um, in this game. And, and obviously, you know, he kind of got things on track and, and Julio cleaned it up in the, uh, in the sixth to kind of cement the Mariners win. But uh, yeah, it was contributions up and down. There were a lot of really hard hit balls in this game. Uh, the Savali gave up 12 hard hit balls. So 12 baseballs with exit velocity over 95 miles an hour. Uh, the Mariners had 18 of those as a team. Um, every hitter in the lineup had one, at least one hard hit ball, with the exception of Colton Wong, who continues to struggle. Um, and of the other eight, seven of those eight had two hard hit balls uh, on the game. Uh, you can probably guess who the other one who only had sure. one was. Yeah, But you made up for it. We'll get to that a little bit later. So, yeah, it was just a really solid effort from uh, the Mariners' offense uh, now. You know, there were some some frustrating moments. You had a guy on third, one out, and we, we saw the Hummel strike out, and, and JP picked him up. But uh, there's still some little things that they need to work on. But overall, the offense was much better today. Um, you know, I think the one thing that we still need to see from this offense, uh, we need to see a little bit more of a control the zone feel. They still struck out way more than they walked today, but they did draw four walks, so that is a positive. Um, and they did come up with some big hits when they needed it, uh, most notably uh, J.P. Crawford and Julio Rodriguez. So it, it was it was a good win. There's really no doubt about it. Cleveland's off to a really good start. This is their home opener. They're feeling it. 
um, Savali, you know, shut you down the last time out and, and you were able to chase Savali uh, out of this game after five and two thirds, um, you know, putting four and runs on them. So that that's a really good sight for the Mariners. Yeah, J.P. Crawford with two hits, both of which doubles and both of which RBI doubles. Really nice game from J.P. And uh, Joe Doyle, formerly of Prospects Live, uh, was talking today saying that he noticed a little bit of a change in uh, J.P.'s approach. Could you tell us a little bit about that, Colby? I can tell you what Joe said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I'm asking. <laughs> sure. Um Joe noted that JP was a little bit more closed and into his legs at the plate today. So a little bit better, lower, ba- uh, lower body, a little more in sync with the swing. Um, and that's good because, you know, any, any tangible thing that we could look at that might lead to some repeatability of JP's performance today is a good thing because we've seen JP do this before, right? Like he'll get on this hot stretch for, you know, four to six weeks at a time. It's not just a couple good games here and there he'll do this for a month at a time and then just absolutely collapse and and be well below average for the rest of the year. It's what happened to him last year. So, you know, we've kind of looked at this and we thought the swing looked pretty much the same as it was last year, but if he's he's using his lower half more, he's, if he's able to drive the ball more, that Mm -hmm. could be a really, uh, really big, uh, you know, unexpected um, gift to the Mariners, especially at the bottom of the lineup with Julio hitting leadoff as he should be. Nice, nice. Yeah, for for those that listened to our Patreon show yesterday, I got exposed, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, Cal Raleigh was seeing the ball really well today. Yeah. He had uh, three hard hit balls, mm-hmm. only one of which actually went for a hit. He had some bad luck on that front. Uh, he also walked twice. Yep. So pretty much every, well, yeah, every single one of his at-bats today our plate appearances today resulted in something positive, at least a hard hit ball or a, um, or a walk. So that's really cool to see. Uh, he continues to swing it really well. Uh, Gino got on board with another hit. Um, like you mentioned, you know, everyone got on base, even Colton Long, he walked, uh, not a great day for him, obviously a couple strikeouts for him, but, uh, this was really nice. This is about everything you could possibly ask for from your one through nine. Um, you know, some, little hiccups here and there but uh when you score five runs you have a pretty good shot to win any game that you're playing in so uh yeah yeah good and, job across the board for for the boys let's give some uh some credit here to jared kelnick as well yeah. uh you know just a one for four day but the one hit was a pretty big one it was a hustle double uh into the center field gap straw cut it off quickly um but you know kelnick just a little too much speed and the throw was just a little bit of a short hop so that that's what you know that's what speed does. Uh, put some pressure on the defense. And for once, it was Cleveland who couldn't handle a little bit of defensive pressure, not the Mariners. Uh, but he finally, uh, uh, yeah. Jeez. But aside from the double, even Kelnick had three hard hit balls on the day. Um, he's still not chasing, which is good to see. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say this is a, a good step forward for Kelnick. He didn't strike out today either, which is really nice to see. Uh, so yeah, hopefully this is a game he can build on because you, you can see it, you can see it. It's, it's, you're that close, but, um, eventually you, you have to produce, right? It, it's all about production at some point. So, uh, good for Kalnick, uh, to get three hard hit balls today. Um, and even Cooper Hummel, you know, the, the rotating yeah. guy at DH, right? Today it was Hummel. Hummel got a base hit. Um, he scored a run, uh, and he had two hard hit balls himself. So pretty good day for the Mariners offense all around. Yeah, he's a sneaky, decent runner, actually. Hummel oh, is. yeah, he's got I, good speed. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I didn't really know that about him. So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's been cool to see. He obviously had a steal. What back on last Friday, last Saturday? I think so. Yeah, around then. Um, yeah, and yeah. he he moves around the base pass pretty well. So yeah. uh, that's JP's a nice little attribute double. for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So Teo's defense was a big storyline in this game. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about Matt Brash's stellar inning. He was fantastic once again out of the bullpen today. And we'll see what else we want to talk about here in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game, a marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance. Collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So Rare recently partnered with MLB All-Stars Juan Soto and, yes, your Mariner center fielder Julio Rodriguez, who had an amazing day at the plate today, to serve as brand ambassadors. MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span a three to four day cycle at the end of game weeks. So rare MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars like Julio Rodriguez. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn, that's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E, dot com, to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to start playing today. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners post-game show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the Mariners' 5-3 to win over the Cleveland Guardians. Colby, Teoscar Hernandez was all over the field today. Didn't have a great day at the plate. A couple more strikeouts. Did have a single early on in the game. Uh, but he made up for that and then some with his defense today. He uh, saved Andres Munoz a little bit <laughs> later on in the game with a nice... Uh, running catch up against the wall with a wind assisted ball that nearly uh, cleared the fences. Uh, he had two outfield assists. He cut down a runner at third to end an inning, and he also doubled up a runner as well. Uh, made a, a couple other nice plays as well. He was a, a really big part of this thing today. Uh, and he just keeps on making plays out in the field, which is something that you and I did not expect. When the Mariners acquired Teoscar Hernandez, we were like, yeah, the offense. It's going to be great, which it hasn't really been so far, but we think that's going to fix itself eventually. And, you know, the defense was going to leave a little bit to be desired. But, you know, that's the the give and take of Teoscar Hernandez. But so far, I mean, he's been, uh, we're eight games in. So take this with a teensy-eensy grain of salt. But <laughs> he's kind of been a gold glove caliber <laughs> defender so far in right field, which is wild. So... Yeah, well, how impressed by uh, Teoscar have you been out in the field so far? 
I've been pretty impressed, but it's nowhere near as impressed as I've been with you guys donating to our fundraiser, which Ty totally forgot about since he doesn't care as much as I do, apparently. Yeah. But if you guys didn't know real fast, and I'm sure you guys Look, know by now. I'm, I'm very excited about Teo's defense. All right. Yes. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm excited about ending hunger in the United States because 34 Same. million people suffer from food insecurity in the U.S. Nine million of them are children. We've partnered with uh, the great folks over at Feeding America to... Uh, run this, you know, little, uh, fundraiser that we're doing here. The initial goal was $500. You guys have blown that out of the water. We're at around 4,500 now, 4,600. Um, we're inching closer to that five grand mark. Uh, and it's all thanks to you guys. So if you want to donate, you want to participate, scan the QR code right there on the screen. It'll take you to our donation page. There's also a link to our donation page in the description of the podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, uh, it'll be in that description as well. Um, if you guys want to help out, but you can't donate uh, financially right now, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. And Ty and I are donating 10 cents for every new subscriber we get uh, this month. I think we're around 250, 200, somewhere in that range. So uh, 10 cents may not sound like a lot, but the, be but the best part about Feeding America is that they can turn every dollar raised into 10 nutritious meals. So every time you guys hit that like button or hit the subscribe button, you're giving somebody who needs a meal a meal. So it really does all add up. So uh, please consider donating, guys. Uh, like I said, scan the QR code, click the link, or just hit that uh, subscribe button. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your bosses. Um, you know, if you're... If you have a company and you want to make a big sponsorship, eh, 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 maybe, maybe go ahead and do that. Or if you have if, a company that will match uh, donations, uh, that's yeah. uh, that's a one thing that we do want to mention here because some companies right. will do that. Uh, so ask mm -hmm. uh, your employer if they're willing to match your donation. Right. Because if we do get to $10,000, which is an incredible goal, and we have about 23 days to get there, this guy over here is going to be getting a tattoo uh, <laughs> to honor the 10K. Uh, donation, but guys, it's been incredible so far. We've already raised over 45,000 meals, uh, which is not something I expected was even remotely possible. Uh, when I started this, right. when we started this, my idea, it, it, was, your idea. This. it was your idea to be fair. <laughs> like, like, let's make it clear. It was your idea. Yeah, I was on about, the road heading back to New Mexico. Sure, you, sure. you texted me about it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's beyond our wildest expectations. So thank you guys so much. We're about two weeks in and we got another three weeks to go. Let's, let's, uh, let's feed some people. That's right. Let's do it. And, now, uh, defense. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine though, real quick, if uh, you know, I get the tattoo, but I just get something completely unrelated to, to baseball or the Mariners. So I'm I mean, just like, it's up to you. But I think you like that idea of that chills tattoo, no, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the chills, the chills idea is uh, it is forever part of Ty's identity now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, the <laughs> Mariners it tweeted it. To tattoo the entire GIF. Ty would do it, but probably. Yeah, if I could get Jerry doing the the, the <laughs> finger pointing, yeah, yeah, I could. I would probably do yeah. that. Uh, yeah. All right, so. <laughs> It's funny. Uh, yeah, so Teo's defense. This is, I mean, clearly chills. Know, Jerry acquired yeah. Teo for his defense. So, uh, yeah, what do, you, what do you think, Ben? How, how impressed are you by this guy right now? I don't, I like, I don't think that Teo is like a gold glove caliber outfielder, but he's playing like one so far. So, right. which is, which really couldn't be happening at a better time because you need some contribution from him since you're not really getting it at the plate, but he is providing it to you. He saved you a couple runs today with his arm. He saved you a couple runs with some with a running catch or well, the potential to score runs with that running catch in the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, so Taylor really is helping you win games just in not 
at all the way we thought. I'd be interested to see where his starting position is relative to what it was last year, uh, just to see if maybe the Mariners are having him play deeper and you know letting him run into the ball, or or maybe he's playing shall- more shallow, which is allowing him to get to these balls that are you know kind of flares or I don't know. I'd be interested to see kind of how they have him positioned. Uh, maybe that's helpful. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, one thing we knew about Teo is that he's a good athlete. He really is a good athlete with a good arm. Um, it's never been about speed and, and foot speed with him. It, it's always been about angles and, and jumps off the bat, and he's just never been very good at it. But so far, so good. So I don't know if they've just coached him up better than Toronto could. I don't know if they've the analytics folks have, you know, moved him around you know, properly. And, and that's why there's a difference. And I also don't know if this is going to continue. I, I kind of have my doubts because, you know, look at what the data says. Um, but if it is, I mean, Teo is, I mean, if Teo hits like he can and he's playing this caliber of defense, he's going to put up a five and a half, six win season. Yeah. So it, it's really impressive. Um, I would trade it for the bat though. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would too. Yeah. I would too. Uh, the one thing that did go through my mind, and I'm going to be a little petty here, though. Uh, the one thing that went through my mind when when he made that catch on the wind-assisted ball was Mitch Hanniger isn't making that catch. <laughs> like, probably not. Yeah, yeah, you agree with me. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> probably. You know, probably. You, you, you know I've always up. been. I've always been Teo is a better defender than Mitch Hanniger, though. So that was that was the but that was the first thing that that uh, went through my mind when that happened. <laughs> Funny yeah. enough. Uh, all right, I want to talk about Matt Brash. Because he was disgusting again, slider god, dude, slider god. Not today. I mean, well, today, yeah, today yeah. It was it was, fastball. Yeah, it was fastball. fastball. Yeah, the fastball really did eat, uh, dude. Nine of his uh, what, seventeen pitches today? So fifty-three percent resulted in a called strike or a whiff. Uh, he 7%. was disgusting. Fifty-seven uh, percent. It says fifty-three here. So it's fifty three on on baseball savant. You, oh, I'm sorry, you, sorry, I was talking uh, called called strike plus whiff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are you are you arguing with baseball savant? <laughs> First of all, I would because have you seen how they have Teo ranked? But anyways, it is infallible. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. all right, so so yeah, so uh, he was incredibly effective today. Three strikeouts just blew right through his uh. His three guys that he got to face uh, in the Guardians order, um, and he just continues to dominate. You know, he had a little bit of a hiccup against the Angels, but overall, man, he's been off to a, a really nice start uh, this season. Trevor Gott is another guy that uh, is off to a really nice start. He had another really nice appearance today. Uh, he, let's look at the numbers here real quick. He had... Uh, one called strike plus whiff. So, but he was just he was effective. He was generating weak contact. It was it was really nice to see. Uh, he's Trevor he Gott? looks, yeah, Trevor got. It looks like he has one. I have nine. Oh wait, is that? Oh wait, that's Penn Murphy's. That's Penn Murphy's. Yes. So wait, where nine. is Trevor Gott's? Oh, there it is. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, then I was okay. So we have to go back to the brass stuff. We have to go back to the brass stuff. We have to go to the no, brass. I was th- reading the right numbers for brass. Yeah, you were you were reading the yeah. right numbers. I was reading Trevor Gott's numbers. All right, okay. so I'm all messed up here. Look look at me. Look at me. All right. Well, the the Surprise. layout here on Baseball Savant kind of sucks. Like, let's be no. real about it. All right. You just so, said yourself, Baseball Savant is perfect. I recant that statement. Uh, <laughs> eight cold strikes plus whiffs for Matt Brash, which is 57%, yep. as uh, Colby noted. Uh, nine called strikes plus whiffs uh, for Trevor Gott. Um, but uh, 
also, yeah. So that, I mean, again, really nice uh, outing for, for Gott today. Uh, he continues to look uh, to look to be a fine by Jerry Depoto and Justin Hollander once again. Surprise. They're just <laughs> they just continue to do that thing that they always do with relievers, uh, where they just kind of pluck them out of thin air. And then finally, yeah. you know, uh, and real and, uh, real fast on God, mm-hmm. I found this interesting. Trevor got through six sinkers in his outing today. Mm-hmm. He got five called strikes. True. Uh, they yeah. Uh, they did not whiff. They did not put it in play. Five called strikes on the sinker. Average velocity on the sinker today, uh, 90, uh, 92.8. Uh, but the year average is actually 95 on the sinker. Now, mm. he does have a four-seamer, and, and uh, you know, sometimes those get mis- miscategorized, but uh, got thrown a little harder uh, even with the sinker today. And, uh, you know, again, five called strikes. They just... They were not picking up God, and God's been really good. So, yes, we should give him some credit. Yeah, and finally, you know, Penn Murphy uh, continues to be really solid out of the pen. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, so far this year, um, you know, and and the Mariners just keep on finding these guys. Like again, we'll mention Gabe Spire. He didn't pitch today, but he's been awesome mm-hmm. so far as well. So this bullpen looks like it's more or less picking up right where it's left off. Some new faces, you know, some right. concerning signs out of guys like Matt Festa and Diego Castillo. But uh, overall, this bullpen's mostly doing its job right now. So that's good. We haven't even seen the best of Andres Munoz. We we haven't. You know, he wasn't great again today. Uh, he was he was fine. Like he got through his uh, yeah. his inning fine. Um, had a strikeout. Yeah. yeah, had a strikeout. Uh, it wasn't, you know, dominant by any means. And then, you know, Paul Seawall was pretty good as well in the, in the ninth. You know, didn't give uh, didn't run into any trouble tonight so uh, that's what you want to see so and I like the way that they deployed these guys uh, today as well with Brash kind of facing the uh, the bottom to the top of the lineup for Cleveland and then Munoz facing the heart of the lineup for mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland and then uh, and then Seawald facing the middle of the order yep. uh, I, that's that's how you want it uh, to work out here over the course of the season uh, that's a really nice uh, nice pairing there so um, all right so we gotta we gotta talk about some negatives here. We got to talk about Logan Gilbert. He was not very good today. And there's a little bit of concern about his velocity dipping. Is he hurt? He says no, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit here in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners post-game show. We're wrapping things up here by talking a little bit about Logan Gilbert, who... Uh, Colby, uh, to put it lightly, not the best day for Gilbert, who I believe only went four innings pitch today. Yep. Uh, gave up six hits, three earned runs, walked a couple of guys, did have six strikeouts, uh, averaged a 25% called strike, uh, plus whiff rate. 
and his command was a little bit everywhere today. So um, the real concerning thing here is over the course of the start, which again was very abrupt. He only gets 12 outs in this game. Uh, his velocity on his fastball really started to dip. Now we did see the velocity dip in his last start, but that was more so to 92 to 94. Today it reached 90, 91 levels, which after losing Robbie Ray to a flexor strain has to cause some anxiety for Mariners fans here. So Gilbert was asked about it afterwards and he just blamed it on his mechanics being a little out of whack said that he felt fine said that he didn't feel hurt uh and so far it seems like he'll be able to make his next start but it's it's a little worrisome when you're seeing his velocity dip now two starts in a row and especially when it's getting as low as it did today yeah but we've seen gilbert kind of have issues like he did today with command and stuff when his mechanics yeah. fall out of whack. There's a lot of levers and they're very long levers in his windup. Obviously he's got long arms, long legs. So if everything's not synced up, it's not all that unusual to have a velocity drop, but not this drastic. And that's kind of the concerning yeah. part of this. Um, you know, like you said, for what it's worth, Gilbert was asked about it and he said um, he just felt completely out of sync today. Uh, he said his body didn't feel in rhythm. His release point was off. The tempo was wrong and, and he felt it in the bullpen today. So he knew that it was going to be kind of a, uh, you know, grind through it type of type of day for him. So, right. uh, you know, like I said, the good news is he did get, you know, six of his 12 outs were strikeouts. And we certainly saw some really good splitters. We saw a couple of decent uh, sliders um, as well. Uh, so it's not all negative, but it, it is a little concerning again that the velocity dropped as low as 90 miles an hour on the fastball. Um, and, you know, 22 percent, uh, sorry, 25 percent called strike uh plus whiff percentage that's not that's not where you want gilbert to be so mm-hmm. it's concerning it took 81 pitches to get through four um so yeah it, it's a little bit of a i would say it's a situation worth monitoring but it doesn't sound like there's an il stint coming and it sounds like gilbert's probably going to be able to make his next start in uh chicago i believe the final game in chicago mm-hmm. uh so we'll see how it looks from there but yeah obviously you have to be a little bit concerned but uh you know, stuff-wise, I thought his stuff was okay, actually. It was just he could not find the top of the strike zone after the first or second inning. It was just, yep. you know, and we, we've seen Gilbert do this uh, last year. You know, after he had the amazing April, we saw him lose his release point, and, and it could be innings before he got it back, and today he just never really got it back. So, I mean, yeah. I guess kudos to him for keeping this game as close as he did, feeling as, as poorly as he did coming out of the bullpen uh, to start the game. But, uh, you know. You you know you kind of just have to cross your fingers right now and hope it's nothing too serious, yeah. uh, and that's really all you can do. I mean, there's he says he's fine. The Mariners don't seem that concerned about it, so hopefully they're right. But we'll see. Tomorrow's going to be a pretty big day because I still imagine they'll they'll get MRIs and stuff done. Yeah, uh, thankfully the Mariners able to survive this uh, and win this game. But yeah, Gilbert sailing some fastballs, spiking a lot of curveballs. Uh, just yeah. not what you want to see out of him. So hopefully right. he's okay, and hopefully he can bounce back against the Cubs. Right, and both of those things though can be symptomatic of you know release point and mechanical mechanical yep. issues. It's yep. really the velocity drop that that's the big concern. Um, yep. I do wonder if maybe he's dealing with some blisters 
just because he's started throwing the splitter this year, and that is a common, uh, you know, side effect of the splitter. You get blisters, yep. they pop, and you kind of lose feel for the the seams for a couple of days. So yep. we'll see. Like I said, tomorrow's probably going to be a big day. Uh, hopefully, you know, we hear from Scott tomorrow early morning or early afternoon uh, that, you know, Logan's fine. He checked out and, and he's going to make his next start. Uh, so real quick before we hop off, just some quick thoughts on the next few games. Uh, what do you got for me? It's a really big deal. They won today because Marco tomorrow, and mm-hmm. it's just hard to have yep. any, it's just really hard to have any kind of uh, good feeling about winning a game when Marco starts can he keep them in it? Can he give them a shot? Maybe whether or not he did that last time out is, is kind of up for debate, but it, the stuff was awful last time. His command is, is 45, 50 at best right now. And, and it just, it's not great. Plus you did have to use your bullpen a little bit today. Thankfully they were all really efficient. Nobody threw 20 pitches. I think got through the most and he threw 17. So maybe he's down for tomorrow, but everybody else should be available. And you are coming off that off day, which, Came in handy because you needed five innings out of your bullpen today. Uh, so, yeah, it's a big deal to win this one. And then you get Kirby versus Plesak. That's a clear advantage for Seattle. Now, that didn't matter last time, but it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, it's really good to get this one. Scott can kind of play around tomorrow and, and you know, pick and choose whether or not, you know, he thinks that it's worth going for it uh, tomorrow afternoon. And, and if he doesn't feel that way, he can save his bullets for Sunday and, and try to win a series on the road. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, and, you know, just real quick, guys, Astros lost today in extra innings to the Twins. They have the same exact record as your Mariners. But, you know, clearly this win didn't mean anything because the season's already over, right? Mm-hmm. And the season's it's already Astro-over. over for the Astros then, for, you know, if we're, we're going by that logic, right? So there you go. Congratulations on the AL West title to the, who's in first place right now, the Angels. Congratulations, Angels. <laughs> we're sure that's going to last. Mm-hmm. It's so. over, uh, but they did win today. So to make our big fans on Reddit really happy, we told you so. I love you. That's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. He's never going to let me live that down. The fact that I told him I love him. Follow me on Twitter at Dane Gonzalez, yes. C-A-N-E-G-N-Z, a lot of people, uh, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can forward all comments and complaints over there. Uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Locked On Mariners as well. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can find all that stuff in the description of this episode as well. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners game. Uh, now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend. And we'll see you next week. Peace.